almost 19 well yeah like almost 19 years yeah, 19 years, years. That's crazy. i know 19 i started years. i started wrestling when i was 16 and my first match was on my 17th birthday wow so really I, so and that was october 1st so this past october 1st yeah it was 18 years so like now yeah a little over 18 years congratulations to Robbie. 18, 18 years. years man in the business who'd you your first match you said was 17 so one year and you you had it ready to go no three months you know really? at a wrestling school you train you know it was like my first match was a student show Correct. Okay. So it was in front of friends and family at a wrestling school mm-hmm. um i actually joined the wrestling school i went to with three of my best friends mm-hmm. and we were juniors in high school and two of my best friends quit before the first match and then one stayed in it i wrestled him my first match he beat me and then he quit so I was the only one that stuck doing it mm-hmm. when we were all young, and I'm still friends with the one who beat me, and he still makes fun of me about it that he beat <laughs> me. <laughs> in his only wrestling match, he's got to win over me. Wow. Time to get that rematch in place, man. <laughs> so, so where is this wrestling school that you trained at? Uh, so it was called Camp IWF. It was in West Patterson, New Jersey, ran by a guy named Kevin Knight. Kevin, Kevin Knight. Knight. Wow, we yeah. know him. Yeah. Everybody knows Kevin Everybody Knight. Everybody loves Kevin Everybody Knight. Knows. <laughs> now he's, oh, he was in Nutley uh, not too long. Not too, well, that's why. it was. So I left there. Um, you know, we had somewhat of a falling out. I didn't like the way things worked there. Like a lot of people ended up doing at that school. Indeed, uh, but yeah. The training was good, but it just wasn't for me to stay there long term. I needed to move on to bigger and better things, which mm-hmm. I did. And uh, but yeah, it eventually left West Patterson and it was in Nutley. But then I think it was somewhere else, too. Right. I now like I hear they do shows, but the school isn't there. anymore. OK, yeah. yeah. So it's so always in and out. Yeah, um, for sure. But the training was good. I met a lot of people there. A lot of good guys came out of there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where I started. That's wow. excellent. That's good, man. Small world, right? Yeah, it's a small, small world. world. <laughs> it's funny, man, because uh, I was actually trying to go to IWF at the time, too, man. And what I year were you were trying to go when? I was trying to go, I think, two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so that was the uh, the newer one. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up going over there. I was going to start. And then as soon as I sent in the email to be like, can I come by to see? <laughs> I, I get that email a year later. Hell yeah, man. Sorry, man, but we closed. Oh, <laughs> they had like, like the, the low-cut wow. ring, you know, where you just kind of tippy-toe on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting to see that. I was actually at one of their live events, and it was, it was, it was decent. It wasn't too bad. I, I had, like, when they sent me, I was like, wait, damn, I'm already in a school right now, and they already hit me up? Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a while, man. I, I've, I heard of Kevin Knight a lot, man. I heard a lot of good things about the guy. Well, um, what, what it was, so when I was in like middle school, mm-hmm. they ran shows in like my town. Mm-hmm. They used okay. to be called something different on IWF, but they ran shows in my town. And that's how I learned about independent wrestling. So I would go with my friends every month to the shows. And then by the time we were turning 16, they were opening up a wrestling school and they had flyers. And we were like, oh my God, you were allowed to sign up when you were 16 with parents' signature. Wow. So it was yeah. the only school we knew about. We all dated. It was like a 30 minute drive from where we lived. The parents would carpool because none of us had our license yet. Mm. Yeah, and we did it. Damn, wow. this is crazy. Three yeah. months later, ring the bell. Ring the bell, right? <laughs> that's it. The rest is history. My life's been downhill ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, that, that's not necessarily true because, uh, Robbie, TNA Impact, right? Well, you want to get right to that? I mean, we had a long journey before you I got what, there. You know what, dude? You, 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 you asked the questions, but I can't wait to get to that story because I've known Robbie <laughs> for a long time, and I never got to hear about that. You know what I mean? But go so, ahead. So, wait. No, no, we're going to talk about this. We're going to have to I, get into I, it. I, I want to know. It's bothering me. All right, you know I'm asking this question for you because uh, from what I've seen, you you had a trip over at the Performance Center for WWE, correct? That was in recent. June. Yep, yep. How was that? It was amazing. You know, it is what it is. You know, everybody's well. I don't want to say everyone's, mm-hmm. but most people's goal are eventually to go to WWE. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm in a 
pretty much I feel like I'm in a prime age and where I'm at with my experience and everything. I've traveled all around the world, eight years TV experience with TNA and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a position where I feel like I'm ready. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I ended up leaving Impact Wrestling to mm -hmm. kind of pursue and see what else is out there. What else is and, out uh, there? So, yeah, it went good. But, I mean, you know, time will tell. But, you know, everything's a process. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So with Impact Wrestling, now let, let's get into it. I'm yeah, I couldn't wait. Well. I couldn't wait, honestly. So with Impact Wrestling, what's going on with this company now? Are you still working with Impact right no, now? No, I've been gone from Impact for over a year now. A year? Yeah, last, uh, well, yeah, pretty much last October. So, yeah, over a year. Because I know you've been doing a lot of uh, different promotion companies. Uh, you've been working with a lot of different promotion companies. Yeah, I'm doing all different independents yeah. inside the country, outside of the country, all around still. But, uh, yeah, I'm busy every weekend doing stuff. But Impact, yeah, I just... um. You know, contract was up. The money's not what it used to be. And I just felt like Robbie had more to offer, not only the wrestling world, but the world in general. So, you know. I you know, a it. lot of guys actually left from TNA and, and you know, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. Uh, a lot of those guys. Austin Aries, Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby Roode. Yeah, the you, list goes on and on. They, yeah. they left that. Is, um, from your experience, any, any reason why? I just... I think it's just, you know, same thing, guys, just kind of once you do everything there, you kind of want to move on to see what else is out there. And then again, money issues, gotcha, you know, okay. again, and it's no knock at the company for that. It's no, just, no. I, as time went on, the money just wasn't where it used to be. I think they have one of the best matches created. We, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. What was it? The, uh, X, the Division? X Division matches when they used to have the X Division matches with uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels. Uh, PD Williams. When he used to do shows like that, man, it should be wonderful. Even yeah. when they start, when, even when they change. Now, do you know the reason why they changed maybe the uh, the octagon ring by any chance? Uh, you mean took away the octagon? Yeah, took away. Yeah. They they didn't have it, then they had it, then yeah, they didn't they, have yeah. it, and they had it. So mm -hmm. now they don't have it. Now they don't, they don't have, have it. it. Now they don't have it. I don't know, but I mean, to be on my opinion, I still like the four sided ring better. Yeah, yeah. I know anything that's different pops, so it's cool, but. I like the four sided ring. It's just not, ho it's not it. home yeah. to you. It was just, yeah. It was just really like weird because I remember when my friend, my, my friend used to put me on there when it's TNA. Um, he showed me how it was and everything. He showed me the ring, and I'm like, why the hell they got the ring like that? It was weird because it's like, it just was kind of like to say they were doing something different, yeah. which worked. It worked know? for yeah, a while. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you said, everything takes its time. Yeah, and but wrestling in the ring is like the same. You like I forgot I was in a six sided ring. You get used to it. Mm. But I just looking at it, I just like a four sided ring better. But yep. That's just my. So what? So what other independent promotion companies have you worked for that are big time right now? Uh, what you would say. I mean, I've worked everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> at I know some point, everywhere. I think I've been everywhere. I can't even. God, yeah, your Instagram out, stories. I'd have to whip out my phone and look at my schedule to see where I am every place. weekend. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm somewhere different every weekend. Like I said, I got in the next few months. I have next week. I'm going to Puerto Rico. Oh, right. I got okay. uh, an India thing coming up, a Pakistan thing coming up. Mm. I got uh, Australia in March. I got a bunch of different international stuff, and that's where you know it's still fun. I mean, well, it's still fun everywhere, but yeah, yeah. internationals is it's still cool to get to travel outside of the you country. were somewhere over this weekend wasn't you i think i see on your instagram uh friday i was in jersey saturday i was in kentucky and then last night i had a live show for my podcast in maryland yes okay so i know a lot of people know you robbie as well as the, the young crowd they actually know you by uh uh youtube by the name of uh gts oh gts yeah, yeah. it's um so it's a underground <laughs> toy comedy wrestling yeah, yeah. show whatever the heck you want to call it mm -hmm. when i first got asked to do it i had no clue what it was <laughs> and they told me like it has so many viewers this toy show called grim's toy yeah. show and i looked at it and i mean he has videos with millions, millions of, of hits viewers, millions like indeed. it's legit and uh yeah so i did it a few times and like you do it and you, every time you do it you're getting um, so many new followers and tweets like so many little kids watch it and it's not just 
in the country. Like I've, I don't even know, but random places I've wrestled in Israel or somewhere, mm-hmm. kids are coming up to me from out of the country saying that they're huge GTS fans. It's worldwide. It's crazy yeah. the amount of people who I remember. I went over there um, one time, and just to be in the crowd, I was in the crowd just, just seeing how everything is because I didn't know how everything worked. Right out of nowhere, I had everybody from the OTR hit me up. Oh, yo, Duke, you was in, you was in GTS. I was like, yeah, but I was outside the crowd, bro. He's like, yeah, man, put you over there, dude. <laughs> it's it's it, huge. It's really man. the it's weirdest, huge. but I guess coolest thing. Yeah, you, you you and Grim been working together for a while. Uh, yeah, well, now I don't do it as much, but uh, yeah, they filmed kind of close to where I live, so that mm-hmm. works out pretty good. And you know. It's filmed during the week, so it's usually when I'm home, so it worked out good. Yeah, my yeah. kid watches it every morning. Yeah, yeah I remember. Every, every like morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what's upcoming for you right now, Robbie? What For 2019, I'm going to talk to you about 2019 now, because I know a lot of people have their goals already lined up for 2019. What's 2019 looking like for Robbie um, right now? So... Well, every Wednesday is my podcast on the MLW network called Why It Ended, which is a super cool podcast. But basically the concept of having guys on where their careers kind of vanished, like you don't really know the story of why their careers why ended. Career guys you forgot about, like, right. oh, I forgot he was in WCW for a few months or whatever in 98 or this. So we do that every week, which is getting great numbers on the MLW network. Everyone's happy with it. Myself and my co-host, Matt Kuhn, um, this upcoming Wednesday, we have the Headbangers. Wow. Uh, wow. And, and wow. like yeah. I said... And last week, I mean, we have someone cool every week, but uh, this yesterday we did our live show with, we had Francine and Gilbert, but every week we get someone cool on telling their story. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have that going on. And then also January 3rd on NBC, the Titan Games debuts with The Rock, which is a oh, reality yeah, yeah, show yeah. that I'll be featured on Ooh, that I, yeah? I, I filmed with him, Ooh, which wow. uh, that's going to be on every week. That's going to be really big. It's actually the most tried out for reality show in history. When so it's going to be very it's big. Amazing. Yep. So I'll be a part of that. And then, yeah, you know, like I said, my goal is WWE. We'll see what happens. Hopefully 2019 is the year. And beyond that, I mean, I'm somewhere every weekend wrestling. I got a question for you about the uh, the training, that the performance that you went to. Yeah. Now, you, like you said, like you said, you wrestled all around the world and you've done so many different things. Is it any different when you walked in the performance center? Ours is wrestling is just wrestling to you. Like you don't see wrestling is wrestling. You, you know, real stars are confident inside and outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. You got to go in every everywhere and do everything like you own the place. You got to be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like they say, whether you're in front of five people or 50,000 people, you do the same thing. Whether you're in front of someone important, not important, you just you got to do you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be confident. That's you, how you make it. Do you have a list of people that you want to work with in the near future? Um, I mean, I know I a mean lot. I mean, now you know, I know you've been in here. For, you know, you've been in the, the business for a couple years already. So I mean, I know sometimes when you start the when you start off and you want to work with certain people. You, you know, know, anyone that you never work with that's a star, I guess, is cool. So you can learn something from yeah. it. anyone. I can learn something from is still cool. But I mean, if I think back to when I was a kid, like I would have said, my favorite wrestler was Sting, and I got to wrestle a main event on impact with him and we beat him it was a tag match so that's a memory a cool memory oh, how cool is that you grow up you want to meet not only do you want to wrestle someone but you get to fight them fight and, beat them. Awesome. And, and beat them and beat them and beat them <laughs> oh man that's awesome and beat them what was it like working with the stinger uh he was the man you know everyone in tna was so cool and approachable yeah there was never a problem with anyone like i mean hogan would have been a guy and he wasn't wrestling at the time when i was mm-hmm. there but mm-hmm. he was like the commissioner so i got to film a bunch of stuff with him when he was like the commissioner me arguing with him and stuff that was cool but i mean all the great guys joe aj i mean bobby rudy i worked with all those guys so many times you ever come across abyss Oh, I just wrestled them last month. Yeah, really? but I mean, yeah. I wrestled them a million times. Yeah, I, I haven't, wow. s- I haven't seen him in a long time. But I used to be a big fan of that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, at one point when I started in TNA, you got to think 2010. Yeah. I mean, not only did they have all the legends, 
Nash, Booker T, um, Hogan, Bischoff, Mick Foley. Foley. I'm probably forgetting so many people. Angle. And then it also had AJ and Joe and Mm -hmm. the Machine Guns and Okada and the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. And Daniels Mm -hmm. and Kazarian. Like, the list goes. The locker room was filled. When you think back to everyone in the locker room, it was honestly, it was insane. Magnus, Doug Williams. It was it was unbelievable. You wouldn't even believe that that much talent was in one room. I mean, it blew any locker room ever Absolutely, away. Absolutely, because you took the best of both worlds. Yeah, you had all the legends. And then you had you all the new added guys. some new guys to the mix mm-hmm. who are some of the best in the world today. So with that roster, it's crazy. Dude, right? it was it was unbelievable. Amazing. And then the knockouts too. I mean, they were doing. You had Gale and everybody. They were doing awesome. Now, women's wrestling is so big now, and it is. Everyone's mm-hmm. great in WWE. But I mean, those girls back then were having great matches yeah. kong and odb and it was more kind of underground you know it wasn't as big as it was now knockout yeah, yeah. uh women's wrestling so but they were doing it back then so so what what do you what do you think about i know now a lot of people are approaching you know the mainstream of course with wwe and they're watching a lot of independent wrestling but uh mainly the nxt now with the nxt superstars you've seen a lot of nxt superstars they're they're very talented they get in the ring they do their thing they they entertain the crowd how do you feel about wrestling for NXT? Yeah, I mean, it's its own brand now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it'd be great. I mean, NXT is just as big as anything else. Some people, I'm sure a lot of WWE fans only watch NXT and they don't watch Raw or SmackDown. They actually compare it to the Attitude Era. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, it's a cool underground thing. And it's time, I mean, they're selling out arenas and they're, they're you know, these guys. Some are of the best guys have come from there. Yeah, for, for sure. You know, we watched Mustafa Ali last night and his match was, yeah. I think, the best match on the card. He did. The, I think he did the best job. You know what I mean, and all these all these other guys, like like even Samoa Joe went there, and some of your other friends that you've dealt with. Yeah, and uh, it, you you watch your interviews, and they just talk about how much they've enjoyed NXT. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, it's its own brand. You know, they're their own touring. They're the show. There's rumors that it could be instead of an hour long, two hours long, and it, it being there is not a knock on anything. I mean, some guys probably want to be there. You mm-hmm. know, so so Robbie E. During the years of you wrestling, uh, when you started off. Now I'm gonna talk to you as a as maybe a, a young wrestler trying to be upcoming. Uh, what did you put your mind on more? It would you think more of move sets or would you think more of gimmick? For me, character. Character. I always knew I started out like it was like when Ring of Honor was getting big and like all that. So it was like Amazing Red, the SATs, like. Ring of Honor, who was at the top, Daniels and Loki and Xavier and all those guys. I knew I couldn't wrestle like them. So I figured I would go the extreme other route and be full on character, make sure I was in good shape, make yeah. sure I could speak well. I'm st- still a good wrestler, but I, if I can't flip as cool as them, why try and flip? If I why can't hit as hard as them, why try and hit? So I just tried to go the complete opposite way, which worked for me. And I had really good matches with all those guys um, being different. So that's what kind of stood me out. So you just got to do you and like find what works for you. Everyone's going to have their own thing that they're good at and you got to really go with it to the max. I knew I was good at being a character and speaking and stuff. So then, you know, it's funny. I was about to ask that. I was about to ask you that question too. I was about to be like, what advice would you give these uh, upcoming wrestlers? Well, I mean, there's a lot of advice I was give. Uh, definitely confidence. And that's like I said, it's, it's not just inside of the ring. It's outside of the ring. You have to be confident to make it in anything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on top of that, um, sticking with it. So many guys like think they're going to make it in a year, and they don't, and then they quit. And then it's they like, quit. dude, it took me 10 years to wrestle full-time. You have to put the work in. It's like anything else, an actor, a comedian. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's those crazy stories where they make it overnight. But like so many of these guys, even big actors you see today, I mean, even Kevin Hart. I mean, it's like the indies, but how long do you think he was doing comedy indies before somebody noticed yeah, them? Very indeed. long. I mean, all these guys bust their ass and hustle before they make it. you got to put the work in. 
and so many wrestlers expect for it to happen, you know, in a year or two years, years, and then they quit. And it's like, no, dude. And it's 24-7. You could study at home. You could go to practice. You could be in the gym. You could be watching tapes, whatever, practicing promos in the mirror. If you really want to be the best, it's 24-7. And that's a that's wonderful advice right there, man. Because even time, even what you're basically saying with uh, character development, um, we talked about this not that long ago about uh, the Undertaker. He had a interview with uh, he had an interview recently on YouTube, and uh, what he said was young res- young wrestlers should value character development over moves. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I, you know, for the most part, I agree with that. Of yeah. course, now in 2018, things are a little different. different. You know, mm-hmm. wrestling, for instance, in NXT, wrestling does mean something. Mm-hmm. If you go to the 90s, wrestling really doesn't mean anything. It's more about all the character. All now the it's kind of split. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's opinionated. I mean, now everyone has their own flavor. Some fans like some things. Some most fans of the like biggest guys had like a set of four or five different moves. But yeah, and, and people it. always use we that. We talked about that last week. And yeah. I agree with mm-hmm. that. I mean, the biggest stars aren't necessarily the great wrestlers. I personally, yeah, I love character stuff. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I any day would rather watch two great characters go head to head than just a long wrestling match with nothing behind it. That's just my opinion, though. And I, you know, no knock on the guys that are great wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, indeed. See, with uh, now, what do you, what do you, what show you got lined up that's coming up right now that um, you're gonna be in this weekend? Mm-hmm. I will be wrestling in. Uh, it's like outside of Toronto, Mississauga for Destiny Wrestling. It's like yes. a big show. It's gonna be a. It's like an eye pay per view on Fight TV. So that's a big show that, uh, God, I have to look at the poster. But there, there's, a, there's a bunch of good <laughs> of guys on it. There's a bunch of good guys on it. A lot of people on it. That's man. this Sunday, yeah. I've seen a on uh, Instagram that you were working with uh, Katie Forbes, RVD. You were doing uh, some work over there, correct? That was out for Northeast Wrestling. Mm-hmm. That was a big show at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center last week. I actually commentated the show. Wow. I wasn't wrestling on it, so trying my hands in a few different things. I like to be well-rounded. And, How did that work um, out for you? Did you enjoy it? Was it? Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, it was something different. Mm-hmm. Um, for me to sit through a, a three-and-a-half-hour wrestling show and focus was kind of hard because I'm very like, a, ooh, I'm going to be moving you all the time. You want to get in the ring. Antsy person. <laughs> yeah, I want to get in the ring. But I, I, I did enjoy it. By the end, I did have to pee really bad, but I did. <laughs> that three-and-a-half hours. You can't get up. <laughs> hey, you seem like you did, you did this before, man. You're on the microphone. You're saying that you're, you have a podcast of your own. You're talking good, man. You're not. You're not. Kind of some people you do interviews with, man. They just, you know uh, what I mean? That's how it is, man. Oh, that's good, man. Don't that's worry. Good. I'm tapping my feet under the table. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> See, if you're doing that, that's fine. Usually we have a rule. I have my team. My team always taps the table all the time when they talk, man. Always all getting, the time. Always getting yelled at. Now it, I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, I mean, uh, we was. I knew we were gonna talk about Survivor Series, man. Well, we'll not, touch yeah. on it a little bit. Um, last night's five on five. Uh, Actually, Raw won every single match. It's funny. They won Did they really? Single every single one they took it home. But um, you know, the five on five, I think was I think was great. Uh, I, I enjoyed every minute of the five on five. Actually, Rey Mysterio had a lot of work cut out for him since him making his um, big return to a WWE. I mean, he really got a chance to show that he still has what he had back then. So for me, that was that was the coolest thing. I mean, seeing Shane fly through a table and then doing the coast to coast twice. That was pretty cool because everybody knows I'm a big Shane McMahon fan. Yeah, indeed. But, um, you know. Oh, I know. I was at your son's birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge <laughs> Shane fan. But you know what? I love Shane. The problem is liking a guy that oh, that never gets to win. I mean, he won the World Cup, which was cool. But, I mean, we don't get to see him win as often. And uh, I have to say Drew McIntyre did a, a great job. And, of course, 
Ron Strowman, I have to say, I can't wait till they make him the face of the company because he's been such he's been there so long, doing so well that I think it's about time. I'm hoping at WrestleMania they give him that baby face. Well, they're kind of doing it now. I mean, here and there. I mean, I think they're still trying to figure out and see what they're gonna do. Oh, I, I can't mean, wait to see what they do with that. But um, what, what did you you watch it, Duke? Did you enjoy it? I did. I I watched it. It actually did surprise me a lot with a lot of stuff. Um. Definitely was a good show. I wasn't disappointed at all. The Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey thing every, was cool. Every single show, I mean, every single match got me like, like, oh, man, there's a lot of surprises going on. I'm not really like... They told the story really well. And how important is that as, as a wrestler, Robbie? Telling, telling the story, story, yeah. I mean, that's how you get the fans, you know, attention from to, you know, invest themselves in invest it. There's got to be a story behind it or else it's just two guys doing moves with for no reason when you when you first started was you was you comfortable cutting promos or did it take you a while to kind of get into um it? i mean i was a young kid you know i was 16 when i started so everyone's nervous a little bit but for the most part yeah i was pretty comfortable you know i was always confident i realized i realized that that was for me mm-hmm. you know more than other stuff and that would work for me so yeah because a lot of guys struggle with that duke in the upcoming oh, yeah, a lot indeed. of guys struggle a with the promo well. cuts i mean in my opinion you know a lot of wrestling is it's first your appearance second your speaking and last your wrestling First thing they'll do is look at you, then they'll hear you, and then they'll watch you wrestle. Mm-hmm. And if you're somewhat of a decent athlete, anybody can learn how to wrestle for the most part. For the most part, yeah. Because I remember um, watching an interview with Danny Cage and uh, a lot of his guys. You know, they were more of a. They said they can't cut promos in front of a small crowd, but fill the room up. They could do the job. And well, it's you, a lot easier in front of a bigger crowd. Exactly. That's and you thing. just mentioned, I mean, what you said was, was pretty accurate. I mean, if you can do it in front of 500, you can do it in front of five. Yeah. And you got to be able to, when the red light goes on. When the red light goes on, <laughs> if you're in front of a CMS up, you know, if you're uh, it, when you're talking in the ring in front of a large audience, people have more confidence because they're out there all amped up. But mm-hmm. you got to be able to do it in an empty room with just someone interviewing you, too, for a backstage interview, Absolutely. which is a lot harder. See, my question is this, Robbie, too. Uh, and you, since you mentioned your podcast. Yep. Um, and you get guests every week. Mm-hmm. Correct. You get all these different guests every week. How, how do you go by that? How do you approach them and actually ask them? Uh, I mean, most people, you know, throughout my years in wrestling, I know a lot of people. I mean, it's really simple. It's just sh- shooting a text. Shooting. Just saying, hey, bro, you want to be on it? I mean, now at this point, our, you know, our podcast is doing really well, and it's, you know, people are hitting me up to want to want to be on it, too. So, I mean, I have guys coming to me that actually want to be on it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's as simple as just shooting texts. Or, or my co-host, Matt, shooting a text. He knows a lot of people, too. Hey, you want to do it? Sure, no problem. 18 years in the business. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Finally already got the got hey. the, the, the push for it anyway. Hey, so. I think at some point we need to uh, – you need to be the backstage interviewer, and you need to interview him, and we need to practice an interview with him to see if he can pull it off. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Oh, I love it. <laughs> let's do it. Whenever you're ready, man. Come on, I let's I make history. Suit on and everything. <laughs> for sure. Got the suit on, everything. Go back there, try to interview Andrew. Yeah, I think, I, I think gonna, you'll kill it, bro. We're gonna finish it with an RKO. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen you give one before. Yeah. <laughs> so did, I, I think Prince uh, enjoyed that. Actually, <laughs> now, we had a lot of fun. Honestly, I have to say that was my first time ever working at all, and um, you know, Prince was such a great teacher. Uh, we didn't have a lot of time together, and w- I never really pulled off a match. So for what we had to do within that short amount of time. Uh, I, I met with him twice a week 
and we just had a lot of fun. Yeah, so and your friends and family had fun, right? Everybody had a great time. And your uh, boy we had that. a good time, yeah, which is he, the most important thing. When you an, when you announced those bash uh, those backlash tickets, man, he talked about it for the rest. Of the <laughs> night, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, working with uh, working with you, working with Prince was 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 awesome, and uh, I'm sure we'll get to do it again. You know, we had such we had such an amazing time with you guys. You yeah, know? well, he's got a birthday every year, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just it. next year's a steel cage match. That's it. Steel cage match. That's it. Angel, what are you gonna do in the I same place? I don't know place? if I could like. Uh, I don't know if I can climb. You know what I mean? On that same, you're gonna do it in that same place because that, that could, venue was. We're actually big, talking man. about doing another one, and uh, you know, that I, venue was pretty cool. We 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 want to do one. We actually returned the following week, and me and oh, Prince yeah. went one more time uh, <laughs> under ECPW. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the match was a little shorter because you know we didn't have so much time to prepare, but it was cool being a part of an ECPW show. And now actually. They um they put me on as their on screen uh, general manager. Oh nice! So I get to film with them twice a month, and they have this app that um they get like a little over a million viewers from India, but you also get to watch it on television throughout um, New York uh, and New Jersey and Pennsylvania. So you know doing what we do twice a month over there the television tapings it's giving me a lot of experience. That's why I asked Gino for I wanted to get more experience. Yeah, that's what it's about. Because I feel like I could do things on the microphone. I feel that it can progress. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to keep doing yeah. it and keep making mistakes and watch yourself and see what you like and exactly. don't like. So I had my first one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it went really well, and then we're doing another one on the thirtieth. Cool. And uh, you know Duke himself, he's he's booked for the, like oh, three yeah. or four events Eight, coming man. up. You know what Uh-oh. I mean? It's been a while, man. It's yeah, while the Jersey villain is coming <laughs> out. Uh oh, you two got to go against each other that's uh, uh that's, that's actually the plan with, me, with, me, with plan. me as the special referee oh, <laughs> oh robbie actually i'll tell you the truth robbie me and duke uh are planning a five on five Uh-oh. survivor series type match for carmine's next birthday oh cool man and this one's going to feature tables and sugar glass and we have a whole bunch of stuff oh no yeah we're going to make it a little bit more fun and you know what I think? <laughs> there's a lot of fresh talent out there that um you know that they want to get noticed and and they want to do their thing and i just think that i've never seen an independent wrestling company much less at a birthday party do a five on five match yeah so i figured cool. we'll do shorter we'll do the, um shorter well, less matches i'll say yeah less matches sure. and make it bigger yeah because sometimes smaller i learned this from less you is and more Prince. Yeah, less is more i remember i walked in one day and i never met robbie and he was there you know what i mean and um, the guy who actually uh, tried to get us to hook up, he didn't do such a good job. So I walked in, and Gino was like, Robbie's here. And then I'm talking to him and the prince. And I'm like, guys, so we're going to do, like, what, a 20-minute match? And they're like, no, 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 no. I think it's, like, seven minutes is enough. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, seven minutes, is that enough? And then after training for the match, I'm like, wow, seven minutes is a long time yeah. in a ring. Very you don't long. realize it until you actually get in there. Yeah. Then you realize, like, oh, my God, I don't even know if I could have went another three or four of my first time. You know what I mean? That's how it was my first match, man. Like, when they told me the same thing, I'm like, yo, they're like, that's it? That's the <laughs> end of the match? I'm like, holy shoot. I didn't even know that. I didn't know it was going to be like that, man. Yeah, Duke threw a double arm DDT. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, that was bad, bro. That was bad. I don't oh, even know. Oh, you were at his yeah. show. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. You I was killed one. someone. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd you almost kill? Joe Scott. <laughs> Joe Scott, yeah. Oh, my God, Joe that Scott. was you. Yeah, see? Joe oh, my Scott. God. Small world, bro. Small yeah. world. Yeah, I'll just be the ref in your guys' match. <laughs> I don't want to be in it. I don't want to die. No, actually, I, um, I wrestled Joe Scott recently, too. Okay. Again. But I was I was telling him, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, yo, he's like, um, he's like, yo, just make sure this time you don't do that again. I'm like, bro, I don't even want to think about a DDT right next to was you. Was that your anybody. first match? That was my first match with ECPW because I... Oh, you had already done other matches, though? But I did, a, like, a battle royal. Okay. That's, that's pretty much nothing. But uh, from there, um, when I did that first show for ECPW, because uh, I told them, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I practiced it. 
at training, but I, they were telling me, yo, it's different. Training, you know, training and actually being in a match is way completely different. <laughs> so when I did the move on him, I, yo, I, I already felt it as soon as I went down because after after I was pinning him, I was basically telling him, like, yo, bro, like, I, I felt it, man, my fault. I didn't mean to do that, bro. Um, I'm surprised that he wanted to work with me again, man. He gave me a second chance, and it came out phenomenal. That's cool. so great. That yeah. one actually came out good. So nice. yeah, no more breaking. <laughs> no more DDTs. No more DDTs. I'm done. No, I'm done with DDTs, bro. <laughs> Just I'm not go doing no hook. more DDTs. But yeah, but, um, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a great time. We all got a chance to work with one another, and uh, I think it was a fantastic show. I loved every minute of it. Watching it back on tape, you know what I mean. Not because it was my event. I just, I'm talking about the talent. You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody indeed. like you know Junior Flow, uh, Joe Scott, yourself, uh, Robbie on the mic. Got me, you know, really pumped up. Drew <laughs> <laughs> a foot choke. Wouldn't let me get up. So, so beside the whole uh, WD Performance Center, is there any other contracts that's been sent out to you lately or no? Uh, I mean, there's really not many contracts out there to get. I mean, like I said, my goal right now would be WWE if I'm going to be somewhere full time. Yeah. And I think that's everyone's goal everyone's at this point, goal. you know, and a lot of the, the the cool thing now is about all other TV wrestling, like Lucha Underground and Impact Wrestling guys could do as many as they want and they don't really have to be just uh just contracted to one place. Mm-hmm. The contracts are a lot easier now where you could work a few different places. Cool. So for those TV places, guys could still like, you know, be elsewhere too, which is cool. That's awesome. That's dope. Have That's you ever cool. worked with uh, Ring of Honor? Years ago. Yeah. yeah. Years ago when, uh, like in my early stages of wrestling when it was new. Yeah. They got pretty big now, correct? Or Oh, I mean, they've been big all throughout the years. They've always had their following and big, big, but now they're, I mean, yeah, they're bigger than ever. They're doing Madison square garden sold yeah. out WrestleMania yeah, yeah, yeah. week. I noticed that. Place now, man. They're, they're all over. I, I remember some of my friends were telling me that tickets used to be like 10, 20 bucks. And now it's like, you know, you gotta, they're trying, they're reaching out to Russo from what I heard. And you know what I mean? They, Cody, uh, I think, I'm not sure if Cody's still wrestling with them, but he was there for a long time. You know, yeah, he's been a while there too. Um, so your your podcast, where did the concept come from? From your podcast, uh, I thought of it. So basically, I got approached to do a podcast when I left Impact, and I was like, I don't really want to do one. Everyone does a podcast. A lot of people just do it to hear themselves talk. You know, like there's no real purpose. Some Correct. guys just do it. Five people listen, and it's pointless. Mm-hmm. Then I thought about it more. I came up with the cool idea, and I said, Wow, it would be cool to like interview guys like alex wright or like just guys from you know like what happened to these dudes like you don't see them on all a bunch of podcasts and everything so i was like that would be kind of cool like old wcw guys are this so i threw the idea by court bauer who runs mlw he liked it i just had to find a co-host and then i i was a guest on terry reynolds podcast and her co-host matt i hit it off with we talked i told him the idea he loved it and the rest is history. So I just kind of said, you know what? Because I like the idea so much, I'll try it. I didn't know if I would like talking to other people either. Like I said, I'm, I care only about myself. You know, <laughs> I'm not really like a interviewer kind of person or whatever. I get bored and antsy. I'll admit it. But I'm, I've been enjoying it. I one hour interviews give or take i like listening to the guys stories and yeah i'm having fun with it and does like that, i said we're doing we're getting big numbers does so. anybody feel uncomfortable talking about their stories no i mean and if they were gonna feel uncomfortable if they were gonna feel uncomfortable i don't think they'd come on i mean there's been guys on that have you know cried or got sad or whatever but i mean they know what they're getting into yeah if yeah, someone yeah. didn't want to do it they wouldn't do it they no one's ever it. said no you know we've had I mean, between Buff Bagwell and Justin Incredible, and Justin Incredible. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some of the guys who had some, you know, parts in their story that are super sad. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but they still enjoy being on. And the cool thing is, a lot of the guys that are on 
are kind of like resurfacing. Mm-hmm. So like we had like Muhammad Hassan on. Remember him? He was mm-hmm. gone for years yeah, from wrestling. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then he said he got so hyped up after doing our podcast, he went back and he did his first indie show that he had done in like 15 years. Wow. Yeah, he had a wrestle. That's great because you know what? He, he he was he was good. You know, he had a lot of talent back in the day. And then uh, well, yeah. So I mean, we're getting guys that have been forgotten about we're getting them bookings they're getting new twitter followers and stuff so we're kind of helping them out you're too, actually so helping cool. the, the wrestling community big time you know what i mean i think so you know and then um yeah it, again it's every wednesday it drops wednesday mornings it's on itunes or anywhere you could get it and uh we have a youtube also where it ended.com the website is wideended.com for the podcast mm-hmm. or where it ended.com if you want the youtube versions and, you know, we have a Patreon page people could support. We have pro wrestling T-shirts. And then on Twitter, it's why it ended. On Instagram, it's why it ended. So, guys listening, I encourage you to check it out every Wednesday, why it ended. You I know see, he said he see. wasn't going to look at the camera. Yeah. But I, well, that was a plug for myself. <laughs> that was a plug. That's, that's, a, plug. A, that's a part if of the promo cut. you're now, make sure you download why it ended, subscribe to it, and give it five stars. There you go. Give it five stars. Make sure the five stars. <laughs> make sure he, the five he's talking stars. to them. I'm, I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. You, you haven't done it already? Yeah. Because, you better, you well, better do it, No, because here's the thing. You're telling me about your podcast, and we're interviewing you, but now I can't wait to go check out his. Well. Well, on long drives, you said you had a long drive from Wildwood yeah, today. Absolutely. Pop it on, man. There's I some to. good I mean, stories. St- I mean, some those are um, question. Have you ever reached out to Eric Bischoff? Uh, no, but I mean, he's probably someone we could get. But I mean, he's on the same network as us with his own podcast. He's oh, doing okay. his own thing right now. So let him do his own thing. He so, tells his story every week on 83 Weeks, which is another popping podcast. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So is there anybody who, who turned down to come and talk? No, no one we asked. No. Everyone's done it yet, you know. Yeah, well, that's good, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That is uh, yeah, I can't awesome. Wait. Bro. That's excellent. I got, I got to check it out. Yeah, man. you got it, man. It's good. I definitely got to check it out. Give the plug in again, Robbie. Whyitended.com, and then yeah, iTunes. It's every Wednesday a new episode drops. Where it ended. Coms, the YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. Follow us now at Why It Ended. Why it ended. Com. And why it ended all over the place. And, all and then the, I didn't even drop this at the beginning. But yeah, for me also, remember, follow me at Robert Strauss on Twitter and follow me at Robert Strauss on Instagram. My website is Robbie-E.com with my schedule and everything. And then, um, yeah, I'm doing like a new character now. It's called the Robert Strauss brand, which is kind of like a motivational speaker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I come out with a headpiece and I give guys advice. I have these cool videos on all my social media that you can watch. And uh, I'm doing that a lot at uh, House of Hardcore, what Tommy Dreamer runs. So we have a big show coming up in um, December 1st in Milwaukee, and then a really big show at the ECW Arena in Philly, December 8th, where it's me and Tyrus against uh, RJ City and David Arquette in a tag match. So (laughs) that'll be cool to be in there with David Arquette. Yeah, for sure. um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then we also have a show December 15th for House of Hardcore in Woodbridge, New Jersey. So three weeks of House of Hardcore in a row. And Tommy Dreamer runs like the best shows around yeah, here. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer. Great yeah. crowds, great talent, you know, organized. It's a great place to work. He's a great boss to work for. So That's excellent. Yeah, you got to check I've out the Robert Strauss I met him brand. one time. Uh, and um, he was really good with the fans. He was excellent. You know yeah. I love Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, yeah I he, met him know, at a TGI Fridays, man. We were watching Royal Rumble. And I'm just sitting down at a desk, and out of nowhere, he sits down. He's like, yeah, you like the Royal Rumble? And I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I'm not getting who he is yet until my boy Jake was like, bro, that's Tommy Dreamer. That's Tommy Dreamer? Oh, shit. Yeah. What was he there for, signing autographs or something? No, nah, he was – well, I think he was in the beginning, but I think he stayed just to watch the Royal Rumble. Got it. So I guess they did like a whole uh, whole draft thing where everybody, you know, puts in money. Yeah, 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 yeah. tickets. Yeah. So they were doing that. And I was like, oh, damn, Tommy Dreamer. I didn't even know. Took a picture with him, man. But 
It's long gone now. You know, <laughs> growing up as a fan, you, you don't expect to meet all the people that you do. You know what yeah. I mean? As, 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 as a young guy or as a boy. And then as you get older, you know, if you keep with it, you get to sit down and have a podcast with Robbie E. There you and you know what I mean? You get to maybe wrestle. There's the no way you watched me when Here's you were little. something, man. There's Robbie no way you watched me when you were little. No, That's but I'm not possible. <laughs> you're, you're working with people. How old are you trying to say I am? Well, I'm only yeah. 27, so. Hey, no, a, but here's something. Here's I'm something 35. I do want to say is, every single time I see Robbie, at every event, yo, I never, ever, ever get to like approach him and say what's <laughs> up. Never, bro. Every single time, GTS, when you was over there, I'm really close to you, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at the ramp. I was coming from an overnight, bro. I was done. I was like, oh man, I'm coming from a 10-hour shift. But I was there, and I was just sitting there, just trying to figure out and see, like, trying to comprehend everything that's going on in there. So, it's a so lot then going I asked the, yeah, ask the guy next to me. I'm like, so what do we do? Oh, you just cheer, man. <laughs> just cheer. He's like, yeah, just cheer like you're, you're a fan. I'm like, wait, so you guys are doing the same thing? Aren't you wrestlers? Yeah, yeah, we're going to wrestle too. I'm like, oh, all right, then cheer. Welcome to GTS. To yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. But every single time I see Robbie E, I never get the chance to say what's up. Well, now we're here. Robbie, how you doing, man? Nice hey. to meet you, brother. Oh, we got to pound it. Yeah, you got to pound it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pound it, man. <laughs> but we know each other, bro. You're the DDT guy. Yeah, the DDT guy. Now <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so now he's going to see me. He's going to be like, yo, it's the DDT guy. All right, so I'm, I'm actually just question. Would you ever work with me? <laughs> as long as you got to erase No DDTs. No, no DDTs. <laughs> a- so every, other, every other thing, but not DDTs. at his birthday party. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I got you. If he goes to WWE and you follow... Everybody in the locker room is going to know you as a DDT. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right. That's over. right. <laughs> it's I'm going to have to do face-off, bro. Yeah. That's it. I'm <laughs> done. It's over. <laughs> and I'm done, man. My career is done. I got to do face-off, bro. Nah, but, you know. Um, are yeah, you man. still, are you will, still will accepting bookings for birthday parties and stuff like that? Oh, or? yeah. You can book me for anything, man. Okay, I'm cool. easy. Yeah. Come on. No, I'm just, here on a Monday night. You say you're, 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 you can book me at the supermarket. That's awesome. Book Robbie at the supermarket, everybody, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I want to see if anybody here in the chat gimmick is saying anything here. Yeah, see if they got there. any questions. Well, they're saying come back to GTS. I see a couple people here. Oh, I'll be back soon enough. Make sure you tweet Grim. Yeah. Tweet Grim's Toy Show. Tell him you want me back. Grim, that's what I told everybody, man. I'm like, yo, man, like, if you really want to see somebody over there, you got to tweet the person, man. Mm-hmm. You got to let them know. Let them know. It's the only way it's going to work. And I see everybody here question Queen Dean. What are you guys talking about over there? I'm seeing a couple people back there uh, chatting in the chat gimmick here, saying random stuff. Amanda, come back to GTS. Wow, you got to from GTS. You, you are loved on GTS, bro. Grim, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, man. It's those hardcore GTS Yeah, these fans. guys want Robbie back on GTS. Robbie E, man. Robbie E, plug in your podcast and your social media again. And I think we're good. Yep, absolutely. Twitter and Instagram at Robert Strauss. And then Twitter and Instagram for White Ended at White Ended. And you could get all the information of me and my podcast on those uh, social media pages. Indeed. Word. Well, no. Soon in the future, we'll see me against Robbie E. DDT match. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Whoever gets the most DDTs in a row <laughs> wins. He's got to fight me in the cage first, bro. Oh, I got you. I got it's you. It's a cage DDT match. <laughs> Triple threat cage DDT match. Triple <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you very much for joining us today on a Monday for Over the Top Road Podcast. I know we're usually on live Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I just want to let you guys know also 
that we do have a new co-host for the Over the Top Road podcast. Angelo the Real will Absolutely. be joining us. I'm very now. happy that I'm uh, gonna be on Wednesday nights as well. Because usually Monday nights we do. Now real all talk. the viewership's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't throw any RKOs. <laughs> <laughs> no RKOs yet. No That's RKOs it. yet. So um, yeah, we usually do a real talk podcast Monday nights. But when we heard Robbie was coming in, we wanted to go with over the top rope, and um, you know, because it's, it's more of a wrestling show, more wrestling viewers, and uh, we learned tonight because of this that we went live that. He's got to go back to GTS. So, yeah, you know, you if, gotta, if anything, go back to GTS. if anything, that's what we learned. But yes, I'm I'm very excited to be on Wednesday nights. I'm very happy about it. I can't wait. And uh, Robbie, thanks for coming down, man. We yeah, thank you so much. We learned a lot you tonight. You know yeah. what I mean? awesome. Thank you very much. So I we know it. that GTS. You got to go back to GTS. Promos are important. Promos are important. <laughs> and I don't take DDTs. And he don't <laughs> take DDTs. There you <laughs> go. So he already gave me a name. <laughs> that's it. Jesus, Robbie, you me up, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, awesome show. No, thank you very much. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us on the Over the Top Row podcast. Be sure to join in on Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be live with the regular show, the talk about Survivor Series, and much more. Thank you all. Have a good night.